Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 16th of June. And as usual with all the information contained in this report, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the scores and the doors. And it was a pretty good day all round with the ASX 200 up 1.1%. The index up 75.9 points, 72.51.2, the closing level, up just over 2% for the week. Pretty good week all round. We opened at 71.83.7. We had a high of 7,262.1, so around 10 points higher than we closed. 71.82.2 was the closing level and volumes beefed up today by options expiry that we saw last night so the volume numbers will be a little bit excessive compared to what we have seen in recent times but it was a combination today of the bank of japan keeping their policy on hold uh, keeping that uh, stimulus still flowing into the japanese economy not so concerned about inflation not seeing it really the same effect as we are seeing in the rest of the world certainly at least the rest of the uh, the G7 countries, etc. So that combination of the Bank of Japan, we also see China on the verge of some stimulus. And of course, the US bull market continues to roll on. So that was the primary drivers that we saw today. Resources doing well in places, not everywhere, but banks very much leading the charge higher today. We had the big bank basket up 1.2% to $169 and 39 cents. ANZ were the laggard. They were only up 0.7, but Westpac up one and a half, and CBA up 1.4. Macquarie doing well up 1.2. The insurers better as well. QBE up 1%. IAG up 0.7 of a percent. And the money managers also a little better today as well. The fund managers GQM up 1%, and the ASX managing a 1.3% rise as well today. So all in the financials garden was rosy. Looking across to the industrial sector today, well that was rosy as well. The tech sector really spurting ahead. We had WiseTech putting on the Ritz up 1.2%, zero up 2.6%. The old school platform stocks also in demand. REA 3.5% higher. Car sales 2.3% higher. Seek 2.7% higher. Crisis what crisis? Recession? What recession? Certainly not today anyway. And consumer discretionary stocks starting to make moves and starting to look a little bit as if they have bottomed. West Farmers up 1.2%. Aristocrat up 1.1%. Qantas had a 2% run today as well. Uh, we had uh, corporate travel up 1%. And Domino's not so stuffed crust today. They were up nearly 3%. And the likes of JB Hi-Fi up 1.1 and AP Eagers also announced an extension of the buyback up 2.6%. Kogan really powering ahead up 8% today. So everything in the retail garden today looked a little bit rosy, that's for sure. Looking across at REITs, again, a rosy picture there. GMG up 1.6%. Centre Group up 0.8%. Healthcare, not quite such a rosy picture today. I have to say, CSL continuing to bleed a little bit, down 0.6 of a percent. ResMed down 0.4 of a percent there. 
and the rest of them slightly higher, Sonic Point, 9 of a percent higher. Looking at the resource sector, well, the iron ore stock's a little bit left behind today. They obviously didn't get the same memo that everybody else got. Uh, BHP up 0.4, Rio up 0.2, Fortescue up 0.1. But lithium stocks taking off with gay abandon at the moment. Pilbara up 4.9%, Alchem up 1.8%, Mineral Resources up 3.7%, Liontown had an 8.2% rise today, and Linus also doing well up 2.4%. The gold stocks in demand, this is despite the fact that in Aussie dollar terms, the gold price is under pressure. We had Evolution up 2.1%, DeGray up 6.7% today, Northern Star up 3.8%. So all in the garden was pretty rosy in the resources, with the exception of those iron ore stocks. We also saw uh, the likes of Woodside and Santos doing well today on the bounce back in the oil price. Woody's up 3.5%, Santos up 4.1%, and the coal sector going gangbusters. Whitehaven up 8.3%. You do get the feeling that there were some shorts out there today that really didn't want to be short. And uh, they were some big moves in some of these stocks. So that could be part of the reason. Of course, we did have that SPY expiry yesterday. We also had the options expiry yesterday. And tonight in the US, we have the quadruple witching, which is the expiry of index and stock options and index and stock futures as well. So that is something to bear in mind. It does tend to ensure volumes are higher and also potentially volatility could be higher as well. In corporate news today, well, AGL really shocked the market today, I have to say. More to the point, I got a shock when I got an email from them today as well, suggesting the price rises for my electricity bill were going up quite a lot, which justifies the fact the stock is making a mozza, and they were up 9.7% after announcing a big upgrade to profits. And now I know why. First-hand experience, I'm sure many AGL customers have got the same email today. ANZ have agreed to a deal with the Queensland Government to seal the Suncorp deal. Of course, it's still in front of the ACCC. And DeGray, having a good day today, denied it leaked information to the media concerning the size of its upgrade to its resource. Nothing much on the economic front, although Bill Evans from Westpac, who is a pretty well-regarded uh, economist has downgraded the GDP outlook. Asian markets better on the back of the Japanese Bank of Japan news that they were not doing anything and that they were continuing with their stimulatory um, policy settings. So that's showing the Nikkei now heading for its 10th week of gains. We talk about the US market going nuts, but if you look at the charts of the Nikkei, and I did an article for NAB Trade uh, this week on that, you will see how wonderful the Nikkei has been as well. Up around 0.7% today. Hong Kong up 1.3% and China up 07 Oh, stimulus beckons. We do have 10-year yields surprisingly still around that 4%, which still uh, we did see that rally today. So good for banks, but you would think REITs would be under a little bit of pressure, but apparently not. In our highlights today, in the winners are Grinner's Circle. Let's run through them. We did have FCL Phineos was up 10.7% on 531,000 shares. Not a huge volume, but still uh, interesting. That was a late bloomer there. AGL, of course, 
on the back of giving me a price rise to my electricity bill was up 9.7% today. Uh, well off the highs, though, I have to say. Uh, Leo Lithium continuing to roar ahead with that giant lithium project backed by the Chinese in Mali. So that is something to consider. Other winners today included ASB, Austal pushing up another 9.2% on 2 million shares, ASB there. And Ioneer also up 8.8% on 13 million shares, doing very well. Whitehaven Coal up 8.3% today. Uh, they have uh, notified the market of the buyback status. And we have got uh, Liontown roaring ahead as well. There's a bit of an African safari theme to some of these stocks in the lithium space. But Liontown up 8.25% today on 23 million shares. Maybe we're going to get another bid. Now, in the naughty corner today, now there weren't too many in the naughty corner. Uh, we did see Star Entertainment SGR down 5.4%. LFG also not doing so well today, but LFG have to say they do trade by appointment. That is Liberty Financial Group. Uh, they traded uh, down 4.5% on a massive volume of 9,000 shares. IDX also coming under pressure today, 4.3% uh, down there. And we saw Macmillan Shakespeare as well down 4.1%. ABC, Adbry. Uh, down 3.3%. And Collins Foods, shut up and take my money. Well, they took people's money today with the Lee Enfield fall, 303, down 3.303% today. Positive sectors today, everything. Negative sectors, nothing really in the negative sectors. We had the big bank basket higher at $169.39, up 1.2%. The Alltech index up 1.9% today. Gold, Falling back in Aussie dollar terms to 28.42. Bitcoin down to 25.495. The Aussie dollar still hovering just below 69 cents. 10-year yields kicking to 4%. And currently we have Dow futures down a smidge, down around 10 to 13 points. And Nasdaq down a similar amount. As I say, it is quadruple witching tonight. European markets opening around 0.3% better. As far as major movers and shakers today, well, we've covered a few of them. Some of the others that were up today and doing well. Uh, WR1, which is Winsome Resources. You certainly win some today if you were a holder there. 14.8% higher for WR1. Gervais, sorry, JRV. We're doing well today as well. Gervais. Up 25% today. They begin. They are beginning the work funded by the U.S. Department of Defense. Collins Foods. We've said that 3% down. Uh, Sigma also resignation of the CFO today. Down 0.6%. DGL certainly that dog is well and truly barking. Down 13.5% today. And AEF, which had a really good day yesterday, had a really bad day today. So the Lord giveth, the Lord snatcheth back with both hands. Down 9.1% there. Uh, Bubs sliding into oblivion, uh, down 6.1% today, only 15.5 cents now. And IDX also falling again today. Speculative stock of the day, Green Tech Metals. Now this one is a little confusing because there are a number of green uh, tech stocks around. This one is stock code GRE. 
That is Golf Romeo Echo up 35% to 44.5 cents. They did have a meteoric push higher yesterday as well, kicking again today, which is part of the reason why we put the speculative stock of the day in, because they tend to be stocks that have good announcements and good volume, and they can kick again, and people can do quite well out of them. That announcement of the appointment of expert lithium advisors and the various other announcements yesterday is kicking it higher, and again, 35-odd percent up today. In company news, in a little more detail, DeGray Mining clarified the West Australian article titled, DeGray sitting on $3 billion extra. Uh, the company denied it was them that leaked it. Eagers Automotive plans to continue its on-market share buyback, purchasing up to 10% of its shares over the next 12 months. AGL Energy it revised its profit guidance for fiscal year 2023, expecting improved conditions in the second half. No wonder my electricity bill is going up by a huge amount, with underlying earnings projected between 1.3 and 1.375 billion, and underlying profit between 255 and 285. That is about it, really. In terms of major announcements today, nothing really in the economic front, although Bill Evans from Westpac did lower the bank's growth forecast for 2023 and 2024, which now reflects their higher peak. They are forecasting the Reserve Bank cash rate of 4.6%. Uh, the bank lowered its growth forecast to 0.6 in 23 and 1% in 2024. In Asian markets, UBS lowered its forecast for Chinese GDP growth this year. The economy is now expected to grow only 5.2%, down from previous projection of 5.7%. Bank of Japan news today, Ueda uh, has kept the negative rate at 0.1% negative and uh, stuck to its view that inflation will slow toward the middle of the current fiscal year ending in March. So that's obviously March next year. And in US and European news, well, Blinken and You Will Miss It uh, is visiting Beijing this weekend. Optics over substance, not really much expected to come out from that. Boris Johnson has been condemned for lying to Parliament. Virgin Galactic set to start commercial flights this month. And the current AI systems like ChatGPT. From Meta's AI chief, Yan LeCun, fabulous name, added that uh, AI does not have human-level intelligence and may not even be as smart as a dog. He added that an AI system now could pass the bar exam in the US to become an attorney, which does beg the question, pardon the pun, if AI can pass the bar, so can a dog pass the bar and become an attorney in the US. He also said they can't load a dishwasher, which a 10-year-old could apparently learn in 10 minutes, although my wife continues to tell me that I don't know how to load a dishwasher. So clearly the 10-year-olds are far smarter than I am. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great weekend. Have a great evening. And of course, we'll be back again on Monday to do it all over again. <laughs>